After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages. This is the podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about the good ones, and we talk about the bad ones, and we talk about the ones where people say weird shit like this. I was having nightmares about my toilet. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz, as always. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. We got a special friend. Notice I didn't say special guest this time. We got a special friend in the studio with us today, too. Hannah Brooks Olson. How you doing? Hey, good. I now, like that I'm a, I'm a friend. Yes. Not it, a guest. The people in this room are always special, whether they're a special guest or a special friend. Well, I like that I'm not a guest because uh, it does make it, it makes more sense considering I actually live under the table in this room. Oh, you guys didn't know that. Yeah, no, it is. No, I knew it. I didn't know how to raise it, honestly. It's well, there it weird. Is. That's why we had you on. We needed to talk about is that. Is this an intervention? <laughs> yeah. It's more of like a... Eviction. (laughs) (laughs) Most people probably know Hannah Brooks Olsen from the incredibly hit podcast, the one that just burst on the scene about two months ago and is just firing up the iTunes charts. It's called Spotless. It's about cleaning. Um, And uh, she co-hosts it with me. You? It's a really good show. It is an amazing show. It is all about (laughs) cleaning. And we thought it'd be fun uh, as a little uh, as a little uh, what cross pollination here. If we did a show based on cleaning commercials. Yes, it seemed like a natural fit. It's a a crossover episode like when you have Law and Order SVU and and Chicago Fire or whatever. Right. right. (laughs) Yes, I love Chicago Fire. Is that actually a show? Oh, sure. I have no idea. Oh, really? It's just called Chicago Fire? They have all of the public services. Chicago sanitation works, Chicago... (laughs) And that was about the mob, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is. No, that's New Jersey sanitation. Oh, got it. Gotcha. Um, Let's see here. Can I take them a minute to say that if you're not listening to Spotless, you really should. Um, I am... They have a whole segment called SOSOS about people uh, and their, their... Difficulties that they have with their significant other, whether they are more clean than their significant other or less clean. And that is sort of the root of Andrew's of every argument that Andrew and I have ever had has been our differing levels of cleanliness. And you know... And the time you slept with my best friend. <laughs> you which don't, I, which you is don't a different have a pot. best friend. <laughs> nice try. Um, that wasn't your best friend. Uh, but no, I, I think anyone who's ever been partnered up with someone or lived in, lived in any kind of community space knows what it's like to be more or less clean than the person they're living with and it's really entertaining and it's also extremely practical uh, advice so it's a really good show and I love that you guys are doing it. Thanks Veeves. Thank you. Does it make you a little uncomfortable when I talk about you on the show and I'm asking that sincerely because I realized today well, you came home and you're like <laughs> alright I'm hanging up my coat because I was just listening to Spotless and I guess you don't like it when I leave my coat laying around. <laughs> to be fair I didn't need a, a podcast to tell me that you don't like it when I leave my coat laying around. I just it was top of mind because I heard it literally as I was walking in the front door and about to fling my coat I do a thing you know that scene from the devil wears Prada where it's like this montage of Meryl Streep throwing her coat on Andy's desk over and over again Um, that's how I would choose to live my life I would just throw my coat Uh wherever anytime um and you do, I, and, I and then do. I. But I, the difference is, <laughs> I you're come the Andy. You, yes, and I and I go and hang. You are literally and you're figuratively literally the, Andy. the Andy. I guess though, because you are listening to that show, I should be somewhat careful. I don't want to be um, 
kind of litigating things through the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, please don't. Uh, I prefer to if you take if you have anything you need to litigate, please bring it to me directly. <laughs> right. Or, uh, or you can come on the show. But I don't have... mind. I mean, you know, you've you've been in podcasting for a long time. I'm used to the fact that you're going to talk about your experiences, and I'm often going to be a part of that. And Hannah, you talk about your mom a lot on Spotless, and I your do. mom listens to every episode. And I she does. Bet you she's listening to this right now. I guarantee you she is. Is that is that going okay? Yeah, I mean, that's fine, uh, because also I know that my partner basically never listens to things that I'm on, so, you know, <laughs> so that is I fine. only have to worry about a few people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about um, what we're talking about today. What we talk about when we talk about today's podcast, um, we are going to look at cleaning commercials, uh, again, an overlap between our interests in the two podcasts, um, but also I had a, a special take on it. I thought we could talk about commercials for products that re- just the commercials themselves really make you want to clean. Right. Um, and I, I had two specific ones from my youth. Both of these are from the 80s that stood out to me. And just like watching people clean up in these commercials, you wish it would be like that in real life. And Veeves, you threw a few in there too. Although when I uh, pitched the idea to you, you said, nothing can make me want to clean, but I'll play along. Yeah, nothing makes me want to clean, but there are some products um, that make me think like, ooh, that would be fun if it yeah. was really that effortless or or it, there's an element of sort of like um, novelty to it. We can get mm-hmm. into that. Okay, great. Looking forward to that. Uh, I think we'll call that Talk Clean to Me. That's what Hannah and I wanted to call our podcast, but there was already a podcast named that. What was that about? Was It wasn't it was about, about cleaning. No, it was about no. startups in the Boston area. I have yeah, no like idea it wasn't why even, it was called that. It wasn't that. about talking. I, don't, I have no idea. It was pretty disappointing. People you, name their podcast Dumb Things. Um, although I love the name Spotless because I came up with it. Oh, you Correct. did? I didn't um, remember that. Talk Clean to Me is a great name for a show about cleaning. So if you are the people in Boston who have uh, who are sitting on that name, pick a new one. Well, we can't rebrand at this point anyway. So um, I'm just right. saying they should pick a new one. And I don't know. Let, let, let Talk Clean to Me be out there for for a better show. No more cleaning podcasts. We've cornered the market. <laughs> no, it's going to uh, be like crime podcasts. You can never have too many. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Uh, okay, so we're going to do that. We're also going to do a segment. Um, w- I don't know why I'm doing this, but I was going through cleaning commercials today and I kept on landing on Mr. Clean commercials and that dude has been around forever. Correct. Yeah. So I have pulled Mr. Clean commercials from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and today. Great. Just like your favorite soft rock station. Um, and I think we should rank them. Uh, by order of creepiness. Who is the creepiest Mr. Clean and who is the least creepy oh, Mr. Clean? Okay. Because it's not, it's not all best. of them are creepy to They're a degree. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you this, a little spoiler, as far as my research, one of the oldest versions and one of the newest versions, I believe, are going to be competing for that top spot. Really? It's yes. like, a, like a horseshoe uh, effect of <laughs> Yes, creepiness. it's a bell curve. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to do know that. how they say politics isn't a spectrum, it's a circle? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mr. Clean. You Mr. Clean's creepiness. all the way back also. around. Um, and we're going to check in with you guys. The Ad Council got some fascinating notes from you guys, including somebody who tweeted something at me. That blew my mind. We've been talking about these George Clooney commercials where he's advertising a a coffee machine, I guess, called Nespresso. Yeah. Yeah. What he does. It's like a fancy Keurig. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like a it's a coffee. Yeah. System. Right. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it turns out what he does with the money from those commercials is pretty fascinating. Yeah. So I will tell you all about that. First, though, let's do what Hannah and I have been wanting to do for quite some time now. Talk clean to me. Scrub your floors, do your chores, dear old Sadie. Looks as though you'll always be a cleaning lady. 
say that if you find this song disturbing, you should see the video for it. There's it's a, by somebody named Johnny Farnham. What year I is believe. this from? I want to say the '60s. The video has these women in. You're seeing a still of it right now. Unitards, I guess, but with yeah. like a nod towards a uh, a maid's they're outfit like, they're as like well. Black, yeah, they're black leotards, leotards. with long sleeves, uh, and they have like aprons on and those little maid caps. Wait, is this song a threat? It's like, sorry, Sadie. You'll mm. always be a... What's the deal? I think Is this a sequel to Sexy Sadie? I, I was also wondering I that. I think it's a prequel. Um, <laughs> it's about... I think it's a song that is... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, the, the narrator feels bad for the woman who is clearly a poor woman who is a cleaning lady, and he's saying you're never going to be anything else. Wow. And I don't think he's rubbing it in her face. I think he's trying to sympathize a little bit, <laughs> oh, and, and like because her life is tough, and it's kind of an exploration <laughs> of that. But then this video... It's a lament. Yeah. It's like a lament, I think. But then you have this video with these young women with huge smiles on their faces, a black and white video. He's just performing in the middle of a stage, and they're just dancing around him. Yeah, Very the, bizarre. the dancing, like the what I'm looking at with the still here, it reminds me of those um, like videos that were like vaguely burlesque that like Betty mm. Page would do, mm-hmm. where it was just like women in like bizarre costumes, just sort of like not dancing particularly well, but <laughs> they were doing it, so that counts, right? Uh, I, yeah. I'm, would you guys be interested in hearing a little bit of the lyrics? We got to get into some of these commercials, but um, the lyrics are oh, what? Well, sorry. I'm looking at the lyrics right now. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the line that just jumped out at me was uh. Her female mind. Wait, where are you seeing? Would oh, there find it is. a way of trapping. Oh, Ah Sadie, the cleaning lady, according to the lyrics. Her female mind would find a way of trapping, though as gentle as a lamb, Sam the elevator man, so she could spend the night by TV napping. I think that means that if only she could snag that she elevator needs a guy. To marry her, well, she, would, yes. she could. She could be a lazy. I'm looking through this whole thing, and it's basically saying, yeah, she could quit her job if she could just get a guy to marry her, mm-hmm. but because she, like, is too... This, there's a lot that's problematic here, uh, I would say. Yeah. Probably too much to unpack in this episode. <laughs> Genevieve wants us to move on. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sadie, the cleaning lady. Her Sam was what she got, hook, line, and sinker. To her sorrow and dismay, she's still working to this day. Her Sam turned out to be a nervous figure... So now he's just now she's cleaning up after him all the time. Is that how I'm supposed? Well, to you know, there was that? that study that found that married women have something like ten hours extra of housework a week. Really, and like only correlation is husbands. Really, yeah, husbands literally create work for their wives. Uh, so Sam me. needs to figure it out. That's yeah. why I won't marry Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because suddenly you'll start cleaning up after me. <laughs> all the time. All of a sudden, you'll become Sadie. I, can I tell you? I know. We're, I know now. Now I'm the one who's who's uh, distracting <laughs> us. But there's a book that just came out that was based on a Harper's Magazine article from a year or so ago called Fed, "This." The book is called "Fed Up," and it's about the the emotional labor. I'm sure you've heard that term that women do to manage their households um, that men don't do, and even a man who's willing to be helpful. The idea is like you shouldn't have to ask him to do it. Like you should be equal partners. And as I'm reading this, I'm just sitting there thinking like on one hand, I'm like, I'm really bucking the trend. Like I do almost no. I do some, I think, management. <laughs> like I pay our bills. Oh, you do tons of stuff for the and relationship. I, I but do, we just don't do the traditional gender. Yeah, but I, I definitely don't carry more than 
my fair share of like the management, particularly of man- how- managing like the cleanliness of the house. And so I'm sitting there thinking like, like all the examples that the woman, the writer gives of like things that her husband doesn't do. Like he takes down a box from the, sh- from the closet and like leaves it on the floor and then she has to step over it 50 times. Oh girl. Because he just doesn't see that it needs to be put back up. And I'm like, Ooh, I do that all the time. So on one hand, I felt bad for you, Andrew, that I'm the bad husband in this scenario. Mm-hmm. But then I felt proud of myself that I'm for like flipping that shit on its flipping head. Flipping that yeah. shit on its head. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sure you y'all have dealt with this on this podcast before because it's like such a trope. But like, I do feel like at the very jump, we have to say one of the biggest themes in cleaning commercials is always the fact that it's like a like I cannot think of a time when I saw a Swiffer commercial that only featured a man where mm-hmm. there was no wife present there was like more and more I'm seeing but actually specifically Swiffer yeah um, Swiffer is doing a lot and, and more I don't know how much TV you, you watch in the wild very people less and less fewer and fewer people are, are watching TV right. in the wild but I still watch a, a lot of, of live TV and I think you would be surprised really how much cleaning commercials have evolved to recognize that a men do cleaning and childcare and house management stuff, and B, I think there's an element of not wanting to get caught looking retrograde. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's I think almost that's, like an yeah. overcorrection. In yeah, some cases, yeah, right? I do think that that's true. But I think that for the longest time, I mean, if you just had a laundry ad, you were gonna see a lady doing. Yeah, laundry. oh if yeah, you had definitely. A kitchen cleanup, paper towel ad. You were gonna see a woman. You were gonna see, you know, like and. And I can't think of a time even when it was like the teenage kid who was doing the cleaning or and so I think that that's such a long standing trope that we're just really like kind of brushing the cobwebs out of a lot of that. Yes. And we've talked about this in the show before but since you're here Hannah and it's a topic of interest to you I, I, I think it's interesting that there are two different approaches with the, the fathers you know quote unquote fathers or men in the household doing chores. Um, there's one of two ways they do it one which we like when it's just kind of totally normalized like the dad's at home taking care of the kids doing the laundry whatever it is and it's not really commented on he's the one just where like he, um, juggling he, he says, things my little girl likes to be a princess yeah. but once a oh, week yeah. i take yeah, i make yeah, her yeah. be a cowboy so i can or cowgirl so i can take the princess outfit and right, wash, to it. wash and it's, it it's normalized it's not he's not like confused about how the laundry machine works right he yeah. doesn't need a special that's tutorial. the other kind right. like yeah. buy our cleaning product because even the dumb husband right, can yeah. use right. it we did Easy a whole show on that man. exactly right. well, where it's just like it's the difference between like you know dads who babysit or like Mr. Mom yeah. and it's like no it's just called dad we have a word for that yep. we yep. have a long running debate no, well not that long but it was three weeks last, running debate uh, three weeks running debate about whether um, have you seen this ad it's for I think it's for Amazon Echo where um, the the man the father is caring for the infant baby oh. and, and his wife the baby's mother has left him all these like notes of like go to your play date do this thing yes. do that thing and we really got went back and forth uh, on this show and with listeners about whether or not that was a sexist, sexist depiction of yeah. roles. Did we it talk about like that on on Spotless? Maybe. Or something? I feel like we had a conversation about it and maybe it was on our last Spotless episode. Yeah, I, I don't remember I came up like where briefly, I said what. Yeah. But yeah, and I, and, but I think it's because of sort of that overcorrection thing or sort of like people, you know, when you're sitting around in the ad room or whatever and you're like, okay, how are we going to how are we going to rep this? Like, how are we going to talk about it? And there's got to be, I think, a big part of it is people are just sitting around being like, well, we have to have it be a dad sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
But then sometimes it's like, <laughs> Dad's doing laundry. <laughs> Why do you see these Mr. Clean commercials from the 50s I'm very and 60s? Excited. Yeah, let's get um, into but it. But first, go. before we get into the Mr. Clean stuff, um, let's talk about uh, these commercials. I'm going to start with one from my youth that when I saw it, I wanted this thing so bad. Um, and it was for Is something how it called all began for you? the Regina <laughs> Steamer Carpet Cleaner. Do you guys know that? Was yeah. that? A, I assume it was a national thing. I know that jingle very well. Yeah. Maybe before your time a little bit, Hannah. I don't know if it's still around or not. Yeah. In this particular one, there's a uh, a child who just spilled something on the floor, uh, like a, a cup of Kool-Aid or something. Um, and you see the mom rush out. And at first, she's trying to rent a giant steam cleaner for the carpets, but she can't fit in her trunk, and it's all crappy. And then she gets a Regina Steamer carpet cleaner, uh, one that you can own, and you don't have to rent it. And they um, they show her cleaning the carpets. And I remember these commercials so well. They show a close-up of like the head of the vacuum, the suction part, just dragging through a really messy, dirty part of carpet. And it's sure. in its trail. It's just sp- Sparkling clean. Yeah, it's it got is water, amazing. right? It going up through. It the uses head. water and steam to do that. Yeah. But with the shot of the carpet, and it's almost like mowing a lawn, like the sensation of mowing a really long lawn, where you you drag the lawnmower through it, and it's just immediately uh, uh, cleaned up. That is the sensation that these gave me. Now, there's one thing confusing about this commercial, which is it starts with a close up on the toddler's feet and the voiceover says something about 10 little Indians, and I'm not exactly sure why. Is that what people sing to their kids about their toes? Because this kid is not dressed up like a Native American or anything It's probably like toe-related. Oh, it's like the, it, there's a little song. Yeah, there's like okay. a counting song, one little, two, little, three. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's, it's very racist, but yeah, it is like, say, it's a yeah, it's song. Yeah. Well, it's good that it's been retired. Right, okay, yeah. so um, that's how this starts. I just wanted to, because yeah. I was a little confused about the, the Indian language in here, and I was like, what does that have to do with the commercial? But take a listen. Ten little Indians make a big mess. Rental cleaners, that's one way, I guess, but Regina's found an easier way to clean carpets with a hot water spray. The Regina Steamer. Look at that. It's almost a wrap. What do you think of that shot right there? Look at the mess that the kid made, and they're just dragging the Regina Steamer through there. It's like that juice didn't even happen. Oh, man. You'd only see it around the edges. I feel edges. like that would only be that effective if you had the steamer ready to go the second the juice was spilled. Yes, though. That is not course. a stain that has set. And Hannah, I also think yeah. this goes into something that you and I have talked about when um, uh, critiquing the way people clean yes. on TV and movies She starts and stuff. right in the middle of that puddle. That she just, right yes, in the exactly. Of the juice pile. And this works well for the commercial because it creates that clean trail, right. but you would never start no, in the middle. Never, no, because you you're just going to create more lines when you go to the edges. Exactly. Yeah, you're going to trail around. Uh, well, this I think this is something, um, and I think people of our generation are especially into things that are, and I'm using air quotes here, satisfying. Yes. Images that are very satisfying. Good you can find call. 10 million BuzzFeed articles of like, 12 pictures that are just very satisfying. I'm sure there's a uh, subreddit, you know, exclusively oh, sure for that. are satisfying things, yeah. I'm sure. And this, I feel like, is the beginning of that. Like, that's what You're that right. feeling is of like, oh, it's just so satisfying because it's so clean. Yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, uh oh! I we see. I see. We oh, have sorry. it on here because I was going to say oh, yeah. OxyClean commercials. Were the oh same yeah, way. OxyClean okay. gives me the same. Let's feels. do that. Yeah. This is one of yours, Vives. So tell us about this OxyClean commercial. So this is Billy Mays, of you know, of course, the legend, the man. Um, is he dead? I think he is dead. He's yes, dead, believe uh, like yeah, he like di- he like eaten by a he, crocodile, I believe. <laughs> he died in a very non-OxyClean way. Really? Is it, 
Wasn't it like a high was degree it, of was it like, sexy? Um, I think it was like a drugsy. Oh. <laughs> it was drugsy. <laughs> okay. Um, well, whatever whatever uh, peccadillos he did or did not get up to, um, the man knew how to sell a product. Uh, this is the one minute version of OxyClean, oh, and yes. if you recall, OxyClean was for laundry, and it was like non bleach allegedly. Uh, but it was supposed to get out any stain with the power of oxygen. Which, which, in and of itself, incredible, by the way. Oh, yeah. That it's just like, it uses oxygen. Also, non-bleach. My grandmother can tell you, OxyClean ruined some rags. That, I'm, here, so let's, glad we, I'm so glad we brought it I'll up. tell my personal story yeah. in a second. Let's take a listen to this. It's amazing. Watch how OxyClean unleashes the power of oxygen, oh, yes. making tough stains disappear like magic without fading or bleeding the colors. For pet messes, OxyClean is a must. And now he sprays it, it on a little piece of carpet, and it, as oh, you spray, yeah. it just disappears. As if it has been erased. Have you ever spilled chlorine bleach on your colored clothes? Well, OxyClean is tough on stains without the damaging effects of chlorine bleach. If you save one pair of jeans, then OxyClean has paid for itself. <laughs> Some clothes say no chlorine bleach, but OxyClean safely removes the stain, even on baby's clothes. Genevieve is shaking it's, her head. Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you my story about this. It's a, it's a beautiful dream, and I and I I want to I want to believe. I mean, I we were seduced. <laughs> but tell them, truth tell them what happened. Part of it might have been on me for letting it soak too long, but I had my uh, my first Mariners ball cap. Um, was getting to the point where it's getting really gross around the inside rim. And Hannah, I don't know how you are with clothes and stuff, but you know how my brain works now as far as cleaning things. The idea of something being grimy and gross Ugh. drives me crazy. So I was like, I'm going to wash it. I threw it in the washing machine, and it just still came out looking brown. You know it's clean, yeah. but it's looking at it brown. And I'm like, you know what will be great is if I can just get this, like, just I do this. I just it's OCD. I just get like I'm gonna get this as clean as I possibly can. I go out. I buy my first ever thing of OxyClean because you're thinking just like in the commercials. You're like they showed a little boy's sports uniform yeah. getting very clean. Yeah, like, yes. it got those grass stains out. Like you know, you're like and the color was yeah. totally unaffected. Yes. The whites were bright. The yes. colors were still. And if, if anything, this is gonna restore color yes. to my Mariners yes. hat. Yes, and I let it soak for probably too long. I take it out as the instructions say. Then I throw it in the washing machine and I. I do a cycle and the thing looks like it's from the 70s now this works in my favor because it is a retro mariners hat and after i did this oxyclean thing i can walk around seattle with my my old mariners cap on and old men who, who have been following the team since the 70s will kind of nod at me like oh there's Whoa. an old school mariners fan but you're I was such like, a poser i'm such a poser because especially when this all happened i was following baseball your, for like two with years with your spanish language dodgers t-shirt You'd be a total poser. I've talked about that before, I think, on TVTL. Um, save us! Save us! Save us! I'm making fun of you. I I leaned on you to get that I love shirt. that. I do love yeah. that shirt. Anyway, um, but it is funny because I don't know anything about the Dodgers. And if you ask me how, like, who's pitching for the Dodgers tonight, I couldn't tell you. And if you ask me in Spanish, I certainly couldn't tell yeah. you. <laughs> Yet I'm wearing this, like, shirt that has a, uh, that is a tribute to the, like, long, long time Dodgers uh, Spanish language broadcaster, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, anyway. The so, um, yeah, so OxyClean had kind of mixed results for me. It definitely bleached my hat out a bit, but it also makes me look like a now, did it get more the credentialed white? Did fan. it get the brim or the, the no. thing white? No. It didn't even do the one thing I it was think so. supposed to do. So no. all it did was like like wear and tear. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. It yeah, it weathered it. It, it. it, distressed, it. it distressed it. Yeah, I, I recall my grandmother getting OxyClean and then she was, it like 
bleached functionally a bunch of her towels. Yeah. And she was like, wait. Billy Mays is a liar. Rest in peace. <sighs> Will you tell, Still a liar. this is off topic. Will you tell this story about the young woman who went to your high school and she writes for the uh, high school newspaper there and she reached out <laughs> to you yes. for a quote? <laughs> Not a quote. I was the subject of a feature. Oh, sorry. Excuse yes. me. Sorry. So I was the editor of my... I'll try to do this quickly because the, the punchline is not really re- related to this part of the story. <laughs> but um, I was the editor of my high school newspaper, uh, you know, 20 years ago. And uh, one of th- one of the current writers was like going through old... Not even... They, we didn't have a digital paper back then. We just had a paper paper. She was looking through old physical copies of the blue and gold and she's actually called the blue and gold yeah those were our, our high school colors that's the name of the paper in riverdale Is that Sorry, right? yes. <laughs> yes. um and so she's looking through old things and she found um an op-ed that i wrote which i was i had a lot of great hot takes you were in, in high school in ann rand head at the uh, time, i was right? yeah i was big ann rand head oh. so just i was a terrible person and by the way i know it's pronounced ein yeah. stop your emails you can't ever win with that ceasefire one. don't at me yeah. um so i was I, so, but so I, t- I had a lot of really atrocious hot takes uh, in in the high school newspaper. But she found me. I have an unusual name. It's my name hasn't changed since high school. So she Googled me, found me at my job, and emailed me and was like, "Hey, I, you know, I hope this is the right person. I work for you know, I'm a writer for the school paper where I think you used to be an editor or used to write. Um, could I talk to you about where you you know where you are now?" And I'm like, "Yes, obviously." And she wrote this great article which was super fun but I was looking up her byline to see what else she had written for the school paper because now they do have some things online although it's not totally and my favorite headline of a story that she wrote was um, distressed teens upset that they can't wear distressed jeans yes no, it wasn't it distressed <laughs> teens distressed over distressed Dis- yes. jeans. Yes, distressed teens distressed over distressed. Because there's a new policy that they weren't allowed to wear distressed yes. jeans to work. It was like the most brilliant it headline. So it was like it was like Gawker esque. It was like She's Katie Weaver esque. Yeah, real like, Shauna Malway tweet in training. <laughs> I, it was awesome, and I I really uh, I really admire her. I think she's probably she's either a, I think she's a senior now. She's probably on her way to graduating. Anyway, right, I, I love that. I think every time you say distressed anything, I think of that headline. Um, you had another one in here, Veeves, for the Sham Wow. This is another one that feels very clearly. Uh, my all, all the things that really <laughs> inspire me are uh, infomercial related. If we had, if there had been a way for me to work in the um, uh, the stuff that you know you spray it on, and it becomes like a waterproof seal, Flex Seal. Oh yeah, I know right. it's not a cleaning product, so I couldn't use it today. But like, I see Flex Seal infomercials, and I'm still like, what can I use yeah. that on? Yeah. You don't um, have that many just hoses with holes lying around. Yeah, I don't have sex. a I don't have a boat with the bottom cut out <laughs> and, and a screen door installed. So, what do you find so uh, like kind of satisfying about the sham wow? Um, I I mean, like listen to it's it's what's his face? What's that guy's name? He's not Billy Mays, but he's like the other guy who did Slap Chop. He's like got a real frenetic energy. Um, he's got an accent too. He's got right? kind of like yeah, I guess it's like a New York accent or something. Um, but there's just like it's sham wow is just. A camoist cloth. Is it Vince Offer? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Um, and it's just a, it's just a camoist. You know, it, it, like it, it soak. It's a dense fiber that soaks up a lot of uh, liquid. But the way he just dis- the way he uses it and all of the like 
little use cases that he puts it through are so satisfying to me. I mean, yeah. come back. It comes back yeah. to that satisfying thing. I'm right? looking right now at the just at the still of this YouTube video. He is excited. Well, I just I like that he has like the Britney Spears mic on. Yeah. Uh, like on his that he's wearing the microphone, uh-huh. uh, which reminds me of like how uh, people at like state fairs sell stuff. Oh yeah, and yeah. I feel like the Shamwa is a real state fair product. Can I, yeah. can I back up because I was I knew I was getting that headline uh, not quite right. This is the headline: <laughs> Distressed teens bemoan lack of distressed jeans. <laughs> Excellent use of bemoan. I know it's fantastic. Whew. All right, let's take a listen to the Shamwa. Hi, it's Vince with ShamWow. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. It's like a chamois, it's like a towel, it's like a sponge. A regular towel doesn't work wet. This works wet or dry. The regular towel just pushes a bunch of like, (laughs) whatever they're using for a regular towel there is not a regular towel. It's a piece of shower curtain. It's a piece of rubber or something, yeah. House, the car, the boat. The RV. ShamWow holds 12 times its weight in liquid. Look so at this. they have a pie plate filled with water and they put the ShamWow in and it absorbs it all. Oh, yeah. It just does the work. Why do you want to work twice as hard? Doesn't trip. Doesn't make a mess. Ring it out. You wash it in the washing machine. Made in Germany. The seeing him wring it out is really satisfying yes, to me. Yeah, holding it in the water. And yeah. when he says made in Germany, listen to this line. That's the Germans funny. always make good stuff. Germans <laughs> always make good stuff. <laughs> like a look like his whole I mean you just it reminds me of when you're at the state fair and you're walking through like the like the booths oh. and there's you know there's like the mm-hmm. lady who's demoing the I'm often cleaning products yeah there's like the lady who's like oh like these knives can cut whatever right and then there's this dude like not even like some other dude this man this literal dude yeah this literal <laughs> dude he's there like waving a sham wow at you oh I love it it's I love the hucksteriness of it I'm yeah. feeling really triggered right now because when I was a kid like my parents were very generous to us but if we acted like brats and kind of demanded something or acted up we would usually not get it we didn't usually we weren't the type of kids who could just like ask I want that toy I want that gum or whatever we were at the the Medina County Fair though which was kind of a big deal where I grew up rural area agriculture (laughs) and there was a guy wearing a headset exactly like this this is the 80s and he is selling a magic little mouse it's about the size of i I don't know two quarters stacked on top of each other and it's a mouse and it's doing all these amazing things and i don't know how it's doing it but it's crawling up things he's just like making it do all these amazing things and i'm telling my dad like uh, we gotta get that mouse, <laughs> dad, dad, we're, dad. We're gonna be dad, rich. Just sit down, like, we gotta get it on the ground floor with yes, this man. In my head, dad, are I, you seeing this? In my head, I'm like Gene from um, <laughs> from Bob's Burgers, you know, like, um, and 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 Dad's like, yeah, Andy, I don't think it's gonna be what you think it is. I'm like, Dad. Use your eyes. Dad, it's yeah, right in front of you. Like, How much could it have possibly cost, oh, by the way? Oh, like probably not. $10 max. Oh, God, if no, that. no. I'm sure it was like three or four. So oh, I don't gosh. know. So my dad ends up, so he's like, okay, sure, you know. And I think he gives me the money and I wait in line like after the show oh, and I God. get it. And I have never been so disappointed oh by a purchase in my life because it was all trickery with a string. Yeah. And it came with a little bit of, you know, instructions on how you can wow your friends with this trick, too. I'm like, I don't want to trick my friends. I want a magic mouse. Wait. So it was a it wasn't that the mouse was magic. It was that it was magic tricks. Yes. With a mouse. Yes, exactly. It was the equivalent oh. of trying to sell a 
I don't know, like a, a magic like deck a trick of card cards deck. or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So anyway, I was super disappointed, uh, and I think it was this guy Vince who sold I it. I bet to it me. was this guy. Actually, I remember him being much more like kind of the the Music Man esque, yeah. sort of oh, like an older man, yes. sort of probably with a, maybe he had a one cane, of the, maybe a cane, and don't believe I caught your name. <laughs> don't believe I threw it um, with one of those styrofoam hats that oh, you can sure. punch the bottom out of yeah. when you lose the election. Well, I heard you had trouble there in River City. So. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> it was exactly. just there. To help you out. All right, so um, I feel gonna... like Medina was probably ripe for a Harold Hill type. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, though, that Medina County Fair, man, we would go there. We would watch the demolition derby. It was the best. I would go back <laughs> tomorrow if I could. Um, all right, so here's another one from my youth. Speaking of the '80s, uh, I loved the commercials for the Quicker Picker Upper. I don't know if they're still using that. I bet you they are. That must I would be a, not surprise me. That is a very long running. It's still, uh, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I, I can sing it in my head. And of I, course, I have it. Yeah, and of course that is for a bounty paper towels. And Hannah, I know you're too young for, I think you're too young for this shit. This woman started doing these commercials in the um, 1970s and did them up into her death, I believe, in 1992. Whoa. And she was actually a, a kind of well-known actress. Her name was Nancy Walker. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what else Nancy Walker was known for, but she was a real kind of OG cranky lady. She had nice. a, what was the... Um, really pioneered she, that for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, was in Rhoda a yes. lot. She was also a director. Oh. She directed episodes of the Mary Tyler Moore show. I did not know that. Yeah, I was doing a little look at her today. Um, and in this though she played a diner waitress <gasps> named Rosie. It was very much like what was that show Kiss My Grits? Oh yeah. I feel like there was a lot of diner yeah, yeah, yeah. entertainment or diner sets diner. in the 80s. No, that's a movie. Oh man, that's a movie. Yeah. Does she wear a pink? Alice's Diner. Alice's, Alice's diner. diner. So it's kind of got that. Yeah, so you're going to see here she's wearing like the I like believe a, pink, a pinkish, yep. you know, like wait, waitress's sure. outfit. She's oh. behind the behind the counter and in this series, which ran for 20 years, all different people, she's always in the same situation, behind the counter, in the diner, and all different kinds of people would come in sure. and somehow make a mess. Make and then she'd be like, don't worry about it. I got the quicker picker upper. And like one of them I watched today was a baseball team comes in there, three clumsy guys. And so, you know, there's a kind of a theme around that. And I believe the one I pulled here yeah, this is a magician. Speaking of Medina County Fair, <gasps> does he Fair. have a mouse? <laughs> it's all is she gonna wipe true. it away? So like, she, like he wiped away your dreams. <laughs> so he comes in uh, and somehow makes a mess. We'll walk you through this, Rosie, baby. I'm gonna prove to you that the hand is quicker than the eye. Just keep your hands to yourself, Mac. Oh, come on, Rosie. Watch me make this coin disappear. Ready? Oh, it's a blue diamond dress, though. Now you don't. Oh, you're right. It's not pink in this one. Which, by the way, I just want to say real quick, it's really hard to find one of those blue diamond waitress dresses. I want to. Shelly from Twin Peaks one year oh, and it was yeah. impossible yeah. really yes um, by the way I like I the way that. I mean I love this character and keep in mind she was a first of all she was a woman who directed television episodes in the Amazing. 60s um, and the show she directed was Mary Tyler Moore which was obviously a kind of a groundbreaking TV show when it came to feminism um, and she plays this character who in a commercial for paper towels starts off by saying just keep your hands to yourself Max which is <laughs> I don't know I just something I love about this so much I feel like she's the kind of woman who would say like I don't take any guff she does not yes. take any guff Rosie baby I'm gonna prove to you that the hand is quicker than the eye just keep your hands to yourself Max oh come on Rosie watch me make this coin disappear ready now you see it now you don't oh, oh. He makes the coin disappear, but he dumps over his cup of coffee. he makes a mess up here. Exactly. Terrific, Max. Now watch Bounty make that spill disappear. 
Bounty starts quicker, so you finish quicker. So this is the satisfying part to me. She doesn't, like, grab a handful of paper towels and just wipe it up. She has a perfectly folded paper towel that she just throws on top of the um, spill and you watch it all absorb and that's yeah, right. what always stuck with me as a kid that's, that's the I satisfying think what they still part. do in the ads though that's really? like yeah. still a thing like they it put starts it on the spill mm-hmm. yeah and then it starts to soak it up and then you do the wipe I feel like I do that in my house when I do clean you? things up I'm like uh wipe yeah because I, cause I <laughs> yeah, grew you up you want to see it because I grew up with, with the quicker picker up now do you get the song in this one do you I the jingle I don't know but there is another aspect that is in all of these commercials first it's the it picks up quicker or whatever what's the actual phrase the, uh, it, starts it starts quicker, quicker so, so, so we're, you can get done quicker yep she's at. so we're at that phase of the commercial now but then there's also the phase where at some point you'll always take the paper towel run it under the sink which, as we all know, weakens paper towels yes. when they're wet. But then she'll be like, look, it's still strong. Put that piece of pie on it or put this thing here. Oh. So we're just getting to that part Put that, part that kettlebell the- on it. Yeah, exactly. They're very put strong. That, put that medicine ball on it. Hey, fast hands, Rosie. Fast towel, Max. Don't tell me only Bounty works that fast. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. Follow me. Just watch a top challenger try to beat Bounty. Look how much quicker Bounty starts working. The Bounty actually like wicks it up even yeah. when it's not mm-hmm. sitting on the mess. This is also a really Bounty. long commercial. You never have it's a commercial this too. long now. Park that sugar on here, Max. So she wetted oh, the That is amazing. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm amazed. They've taken a like a diner sugar shaker, sugar shaker yeah. and put it on top of the wet paper Those are towel. Those appears to be full of sugar, and it's it is totally holding it up. Pop that sugar on here, Max. Hey, Bounty sure carries its weight, and it makes spills disappear like magic. Ah. Magic, magic. She snatched That's the quarter funny. out of the air that he uh, That's right. Yeah, tossed up. The Dang, one that he was using. She is really Is she not really awesome? Taking control. I love that. That's delightful. Oh, and before uh, we get any letters, it was not Alice's diner. It was just called Alice. Is there a chance that that show went through name changes? I mean, sure, it's an I infinite f- universe. Yeah, maybe not. I, f- <laughs> I feel like that was one of those shows that went through name changes that it was Alice's diner and then turned into Alice, but I could be totally wrong about that. Are you thinking of the Arlo Guthrie song, Alice's Restaurant? Uh, I might Tom's be influenced diner. by that and Tom's <laughs> Diner. Uh, all right, Vives, you had one more. For the person who doesn't like to clean, you pulled three of these. You, okay, you but wait, the, real quick oh, yes. Bounty. It did not have the jingle, but the jingle was what I remember oh, from okay. my childhood, which is like the quilted quicker picker upper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah Bounty, the, the quicker picker yes, upper. Yes, yes. It's like very, I and really. And then it doesn't go like, Bounty. bounty. Yeah. Let yeah, me see exactly if I can find that here. Also, there's a some other like lesser brand of paper towel that I see at my grocery outlet all the time, but it advertises on the side that it has thirst pockets. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. never yeah. not funny to me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we, we were in Or a... as we call it, Andrew's Twitter. I <laughs> <laughs> you so much um, uh, we were in our local grocer uh, a few months back and there was a paper towel brand and it was just called thirsty yeah and so I, t- I took a photo of a bunch of these paper towel rolls and just say thirsty and i sent it to genevieve and me and we keep it on hand for when somebody posts something yes. that is so thirsty online and like we want to just be able to post it underneath yes. so far i have not had i'm glad you reminded me that we have that, to actually though. use it yeah um, well, let now, me see I hope here. you're inspired. Let's take a listen to this. Introducing the most durable bounty ever. It does jobs I never thought a paper towel could do. Now it's the quilted paper. That music in the background is very promising. Let's yeah. see. Let's hope it gets in the clear. Her upper. 
They're all women, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a little dated. It's still quicker, too. New quilted bounty. Great. I'm glad you got us there. Perfect. Yeah, when it was quilted, it wasn't just the quicker picker-upper anymore. I was trying to figure out who does uh, thirst. Is it Sparkle, maybe? It looks like it might be Sparkle. Yeah, that sounds right. Sparkle's been... Going hard with the ads, like really? they've really been going for like. Have a, they been thirsty? Like pockets mm-hmm. of thirst? They have been a little thirsty. They've been like really going after the price point argument. Like, why mm-hmm. would you pay you know this much more for a sort of a brand name paper towel? But uh, I do think that because it can hold a sugar shaker. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I do think there's a pretty big range. Like we've all gotten got you know you go to like you know do a church potluck or something and they have like, like the, you do often like as do. I often do yeah. sure. thank right. you exactly yeah. right um, and you know they'll have like the cheapo paper towels there okay. and you can really feel the difference I had to they run out during the anything. football game this weekend and just go across the street and get whatever paper towels they had which are the really really thin yeah. ones that are just like they're totally worthless yeah. you need you need four times as much yeah, yeah it's, it's not great um, okay so uh, your last one, one. Me? yeah Mr. Clean this is a good bridge into there our Mr. Go. Clean yeah. segment this is for the magic eraser can I tell you I mean really I rarely Andrew thinks about cleaning products a lot. Like he really ha- puts a lot of thought into which ones he wants in the house and which ones like like if I, you know, there, I'm under specific instructions if I do the grocery shopping, like mm-hmm. the yellow Windex, right? Oh, like yeah. Yellow wants, Windex. You know, yep, yep, yep. Yellow Windex. So, you know, he really has given some thought to what cleaning products we have in the house. This is the one time. And I don't remember if we lived together when I tried this or if we were just I'm pretty sure we were dating. Yeah, no, I think we were together. Yeah. I just oh, thought, oh, yeah, living together. I, I think saw so. this ad and I thought like. Oh my god! Wouldn't that be amazing if it just like wiped everything up? It just like cut through like uh you know any sort of stain that's dried, but it like just wipes it up. It's like a if you haven't seen it, the magic eraser is like a white sponge-like brick, but it's thicker and harder. And I don't know what is it's in foam. It's like very thick okay. foam, and it's treated with it's some kind of a, with something. yeah, it's treated with some kind of chemical. So like if you get it wet, you like dampen it, and then it like has like the stuff in it. Uh, we used them a lot when yeah. I was a janitor. Oh. And so maybe yeah. you, maybe I was like, maybe this is user error. I mean, I did dampen it to use it, but it just did not have any sort of miraculous effects. I felt like I was still scrubbing away with it. Like oh, yeah, I you would definitely still have to scrub. Anything. The, well, and the, I mean, we used them a lot when I was a janitor, and uh, we would use them to get like um, like black marks off walls. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, above. that might be good for our around our doors, all the yeah, fingerprints so we get around doors. And that's where knobs. Keith, that's where my partner uses them in our house, is around the doors. That's really? Where, that's he uses them on the doors, yeah. Well, I'd be willing to give it another day in court. The hard thing, though, is it will, much like OxyClean, uh, it'll, st- it'll strip the paint right off. Oh, if you scrub a little too hard. Good to so know. just I don't be, deal with that. use a light touch. Uh, and then the, again, off-brand versions Apparently, not as good. Keith insists, because he uses them for everything. Like, he loves magic erasers. Mm. He insists that I buy the name brand, the Mr. Clean one. It has to be. Oh, Cannot. Yeah. One time yeah. I deigned to buy him, like, <laughs> off-brand, and he was like, I can't use these. <laughs> I can't work like this. Look what I have to work with. <laughs> Look what you've done to me. Okay, so here's a commercial for the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Only the real brand will do. Vives, what did you find so satisfying about this particular ad? Um, I looked at a couple of different Magic Eraser ones, and they've done many ads for them over the years. But this, I think, was one of the original ones. This is from 2011, according to YouTube. So, um, But it just shows really, uh, I think, viscerally how it cuts through, like, grime and yeah. creates, like, a clean streak. You know, a clean, Ooh, yeah. a clean strip 
Yeah. Uh, like the lawnmower analogy that you said yeah, earlier. Yeah, right. And I just want to say before I hit play on this, this was posted to YouTube by somebody named Jamie G with the comment, man, this ad is O-O-T-W, parentheses. That means out of this world. <laughs> I feel like you could have saved some time there. And some characters. Jamie just... G's trying to get something going. OOTW. Stop trying to make OOTW happen, Jamie G. Hey, check it out. She's using the Mr. Clean Magic. Oh, by the way, the people, the, the voices you're hearing are two anonymous, unbranded spray bottles. Oh, um, the and, bottles and they, are talking. The bottles are talking. And they actually keep using this conceit in later um, iterations of this commercial, and they become like sportscasters. Like, oh, I think oh, I like remember commentating yeah. on yes, her yes, using yes. the cl- eraser. Okay. Magic yeah, eraser. Uh-huh. Hey, check it out. She's using the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Bath Scrubber. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen one up close. What's the word around the sink? That it removes three times more soap scum per swipe, and it came from outer space. It is not from outer space. No, man, it's from outer space. They're aliens on an intergalactic cleanliness mission. They're here to clean up the universe. Oh, the Who kitchen scrubbers are aliens, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that greasy kitchen mess. Everybody's in on the clean spiracy, this, man. Where she, like, cleans off the grease oh, hood yeah. over the st- on the stove uh, hood. Because yeah. that is a gross place. That is it a is. gross and, like, inexplicably gross. Every time I have to clean the hood, I'm like, oil. oh, why is it so greasy? Yes, yes. Yeah. And then well, and so this is the one that's infused with Dawn, it said on oh, the packaging. Okay. The one before that was infused with Febreze. I don't know oh, if you interesting. Oh, interesting. Oh. I didn't know that there were even different flavors. Oh, Look so. at this analysis. I love it. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Kitchen and Bath Scrubbers. The clean yeah, you're totally right. And there you have actually a Mr. Clean who isn't even in our next segment. This is a kind of cartoon that's like kind of the uncanny uncanny. yeah that's the uncanny valley mr clean we'll get into that so are we are we segueing right into mr clean i thought so but if you have some thoughts like no i have well i have a question am i right in remembering a comment than a question yeah more of a comment (laughs) than a question when you wrote (laughs) were you thinking about how i wrote a also a novel that's brilliant but unpublished uh oh i am i correct in remembering that mr clean started out as a genie no, you're not. Uh, it was a misconception. I read oh, okay. that today. Um, a lot of people, because he was bald and had an earring, people thought oh. he was a genie, but he was actually based on a sailor. Yes. He was based on a sa- a real-life oh, sailor. Not a village that- person? No, no. Um, and I can't remember that sailor's name. Then why wasn't he Captain Clean or I'd, Admiral Clean? That's it. Well, I think well, he, he probably was, was just an enlisted I man. I think he was just a fisherman the or clean something. Marine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, clean my Marine. God. I think we have a show title. <laughs> oh, well, let's. I mean, I think we have a new uh, product line. Yeah. I think a new brand. How, we got to do it. Nothing you turn me away from my Nothing you could do, cause I'm stuck right glue to my guy. I'm sticking to my guy. All right. Um,. Maybe you guys want to take notes for this one because I'm going to play for you a bunch of commercials uh, of Mr. Clean ads from throughout the ages. And we're going to decide uh, which one is the creepiest and which one is the least creepy. So we're going to go in order here starting from the 1950s. Uh, It starts with this cartoon. So we're black and white here. I think this is – I'm guessing this is late 50s. It could be very early uh, 60s. Um, I'm going to play two of them from this era. Now, we're going to have to do a a good job of describing what he looks like. But first, let's play this one. This is Mr. Clean interacting with what would have been called a housewife then. And I believe she is singing this song. It's all animated. She's animated. Everything's animated. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and 
halls, white sidewalk tires and old golf balls. Saints don't bathtubs, he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house, everything that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink? Quicker than a wink. Can he clean a window sash? Faster than a flat. Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it bright and clear. Can he clean a diamond ring? I gotta say, I love this jingle. I love this song so much. She is cleaning in like a like a little frock and yeah. heels, yeah. which is amazing. Oh yeah, it's very um, it's very Donna Reed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. he is wearing a skin tight white shirt and white pants. Look at the size of his waist He's compared to his waist, shoulders. Massive shoulders. Yep. He's clearly skipped leg day. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna go out. Well, it's because all the scrubbing. I'm just going to go out and say, this is a gay man. Like, oh, like, yeah, bro- probably. Like, and also, I think he's he's wearing like what the, they call high waters, right? Like his, yes, his, uh, he's, his he's pants. Wearing, like, yeah, like, like pedal pushers. Yes, yeah. they're like pegged and, and, yes. and rolled up. I mean, he's definitely. And he's got this big earring. Like, I don't know. He's just a. He he just he just looks like a gay. I mean, bar. he would do he would do very well in a gay bar. Yes, and I will say yes. this is one of my favorite Mr. Clean. He's keeping it very tight. Yes, I think there's oh, yeah. nothing creepy about this Mr. Clean. Yeah. I think that he looks helpful. I think he looks handsome. Yep. And despite um, yeah. the crack about leg day, I think that uh, <laughs> you know he's definitely taking care of himself. Um, there's another one from the same era that I just couldn't resist playing for you as well because it was clear that that ad was aimed towards women as almost every single cleaning ad was back in the 50s and 60s but this next one is from the same era only it's clearly aimed at a man is he in the garage and the uh, yes i think ah. it, i think it starts in the basement and oh, i think sure. there's it's a gra- like how think- all cooking is aimed at women unless it's grilling yes, yes. Yeah. and there's yep. and at first i'm watching the first like 10 seconds of this i'm like oh this is kind of cool aimed at a guy and then like immediately the guy like kind of puts his arm around his wife and says i don't know mr clean my wife says it's great <laughs> Take a look at this. So this is a little bit more defined of a Mr. Clean. You can see his outfit better. Yeah, it's got a close-up. Cleaning jobs, come in and let me show you. My wife says Mr. Clean. She's got her hair tied up in like a little like Rosalie Riveter bandana. Yep. Let's clean this basement wall. Mr. Clean, you're on the ball. Now clean this brush for me. You're amazing, Mr. C. Let's give the car a try. Mr. Clean, you're quite a guy. He'll do kitchen sinks laundry too man there's nothing the husband you wouldn't know that though. No. thank you mr clean you sure did make it easier the weekend cleaning jobs are done now we can have some leisure mr clean gets rid <laughs> that's of that's not how you say that grease in just a minute mr clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it mr clean. i love the animation in this i love the song i really like the style of these ads like now i will say that the the last scene of that commercial is the a close-up of the cartoon face of mr clean with a lot more definition mm-hmm. drawn into it and now i feel like You're that's a, it's a little that that close-up of his face was a little kind of a lot ghoulish. Well, he, had a, mm-hmm. he had a face on too like the face he was making it wasn't inviting 
No. All right, guys, buckle up. Uh, let's fast forward to 1964. Okay. There uh, is a, this is now live action. Everybody's live action, both Mr. Clean and the other characters in this. <gasps> Wait, it's an actual human being, Mr. Clean? Yes. Oh, no. Ma'am, we've talked about this before. We Veeves and I saw him once. Did I write down his name? House Peters Jr. was mm-hmm. a going concern. Apparently, he's an actor. Uh, I think he was in Westerns and stuff. And then he also had this role of Mr. Clean. And you're going to see him. And in House? this ad... House, yes, House Peters Jr. That's not a name. Is because he's well, as big as a house? I no, actually, I don't think so. Um, but this, we were watching it's short for Millhouse. So there's a. <laughs> it might be. Even I hope if it, it is. I hope it is. So there's a little girl playing. Uh, in her yard. It looks like she's playing in a dollhouse that she has taken outside. And I will tell you what. We were watching Con Air the other day. And there is a scene. As we do every day. <laughs> I actually I have never seen it all the way through. But I've, you were watching it. And I, I saw it, the scene. It, literally, if it's on TV and I'm watching oh, yeah. TV, I'll stop. It's There's one of those ones you stop on. Yeah. yeah. Very creepy scene with Steve Buscemi. Sure. Where they're pulling some heist. And no, that's what, not whatever, something the, is going the on plane in the crime has, world. The oh, plane has on. crashed. The plane has crashed at Lerner Field. They're waiting for Sandino, the drug lord, uh, <laughs> and his plane to, to arrive. Steve Buscemi is like a Hannibal the Cannibal style mass murderer, you know, serial killer. He leaves the plane. He leaves the other convicts to do their thing. He finds a little girl who's like living in a trailer park. And he sits down and has a tea party she's with her. She's playing out. She's having a tea party oh, outside yeah. with her imaginary friends. And then he sits down. It's very, very creepy. Ew. I'm telling you, Mr. Clean in this commercial is that is worse. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So she's playing. It looks like she's alone. And then all of a sudden, this towering, real-life Mr. Clean, who's super bald with a big earring in right, his ear, gold comes up to her, uh, kneels down, and starts talking with her. It's very Frankenstein. Hello there. Oh, oh. He's wearing a suit. <laughs> yes. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. T-O, he's T-O. not even wearing, you're right. He's not even wearing his Hold white sailor's the uniform. Phone. His face looks like a mask. Yes. He's got on so much like stage pancake makeup. Like it looks like how when I was in like middle school theater, we thought you were supposed to do your theater makeup. Uh-huh. Like, it, like it doesn't even look like a face anymore. Right. Sell it he's to the back seats. Sell yeah, some cheap seats. Seriously. Yeah. And he is wearing a suit. He's bald and he kneels down. Yeah, he towers over. That's the exact right description. Why isn't he in his white sailor uniform? I don't know. We've seen they this character. creep him up. I don't know. Veeves, you and I have seen the same exact guy in another commercial where <sighs> there is like a, I believe, like some sort of a, a maid on the floor scrubbing. Yes. And, and I remember that's always just to surprise people? Yes, and she she's on her hands and knees scrubbing, oh my God. a la Andrew Walsh, and he just comes walking in and it's kind of dark and weird. But let's, let's watch this one in its entirety. Hello there. House cleaning? Fix the floors. They take so darn long to clean. Now, keep in mind, she's cleaning her dollhouse. Why are she's all children doing... from Brooklyn in the 1960s? <laughs> it's the floors. They take so damn long to clean. You, Mr. Clean, can get the job done faster. Why? It's new. Improved. Look at the earring. Could that be maybe our show pick for Facebook? Oh, definitely. He looks like Telly Savalas. That's what I wondered if he was at first. I mean, that head, that cranium. It's so much head. It is so much head. Improved. What's improved mean? Better than before. You, Mr. Clean, now cleans faster than other liquid cleaners. Why? 
Because of all leading cleaners, Mr. Clean is now the He's most glowering powerful. glowering at her. I'm almost expecting like an echo on his voice. It's like a Star Trek episode almost. Known to yes. It feels a little bit Twilight to me arms. like the floating, the great and powerful Oz. Right, yes. Yeah. Here's where he talks about how it's good for everybody in the family. Speed through the toughest dirt known to daddies, mommies, and even big brothers. The bottle's all squishy. It's a new unbreakable plastic bottle. Mr. Clean, oh, it was in I glass like before. Him. Yeah. Can I keep him? You sure can. Mm-hmm. Hey, who is that? If I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Mr. Clean. Oh, no. <laughs> Tell a grown-up. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be your parents. Just a trusted adult. Find a trusted adult. Find a grown-up. All right, are you guys ranking these? Keeping oh, notes over yeah, there. Yeah, that's bad. We're counting well, those first Peter two. Jr. as Peter like a bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're counting those first two cartoons as one. I think the that's basically the same ups- guy, right? You know what? It's upsetting yeah. that he's in a suit because he doesn't look like a character. He looks like a person who's inappropriately talking to a child. Yeah. Right. Really yeah. 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 No, it's well, uh, and, and giving her a bottle of P.S. poison, poison right, that's, that's squishy. Yeah, it's unbreakable, and he's an imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> was he imaginary? Because uh, was the implication that the boy couldn't see him? I got a sort of a Mrs. Buttersworth vibe. Okay. Isn't she the one who would disappear when the? Yeah, I think that's yeah. right. Um, okay, here's another one. Now let's fast forward. This is the '70s. This is like the late '70s here, and most of the commercial is just a woman who is. Um, uh, well, first she's outside with her laundry, which is hanging in the sun, and they're going to make a comparison. I think this is the one where they say Mr. Clean has captured the power of the sun mm-hmm. because if you hang your laundry outside and dry, you know, that's a sure. special clean way of doing your laundry. But can you apply that to the rest of your house? Well, I good guess, news. except it smells weird when you dry it out. I used to air dry my laundry all the time because I was poor, and it smelled weird, and it's Was crunchy. it the city? It was like in Bellingham. Oh. Anyway, go on. Okay, let's take a listen. Nothing like the smell of sunshine on clean laundry. Wouldn't it be nice to get the same fresh feeling about your household cleaning? Well, get ready. Now, here's our... the reveal of Mr. Clean, who's holding the sun in this, by the he way, and like, right now it's obscuring his I'm face. I'm immediately imagining that once he drops the sun down, he's going to be Captain Planet. Yes, it has that vibe to and it. And she's real. She's a, a real actress, but Mr. Clean is back to being a cartoon yes. man. Yeah, so and that's an interesting evolution because I think that's the way it will be. Forever. Forever until today because it's it's human people with some sort of a yeah, cartoon, a cartoon version of mm-hmm. him. Um, and also, this is the first time we're seeing him in color. Capture the sun with a fresh, clean fragrance. He's got those Donald Trump white eyes. Yes. I think the, the effect of having the sun shining on him, they bleach out his eyes, which is very, yeah. I find, disturbing. Mm. For a fragrance fresh as sunshine everywhere you play. Oh, clean never smelled this fresh before. Clean. Smell I like how she fresh. I like before. how she spins through her kitchen with her arms yes. out in like it's her so... white pants and her sweater set <laughs> yes, that she's wearing. Yes. As you as you do yes. you, when you clean your kitchen, you definitely yeah. do want to be wearing bright white pants. Yes, obviously. <laughs> okay, just, so I there's just, our I'm... final shot of him. By the way, you can really see like these really weird, like you say, these Trumpy and well, white uh, eyes. Big brows. The other yeah. he has prominent brows pretty much always. Yeah, yeah, I find I find this one to be somewhat is uncomforting. The Disc- right discomforting is that the right word? Um, okay, so I there's that one. This line clean never smelled this fresh. Before. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's not, like that's just a just an amalgam of words. It's just words. Like, that's not yeah. a thing. No, I totally agree with you. That's just a bunch of words that sort of sound like they make go, yeah. might go together. And so far, still all white ladies. 
Um, Even a white child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any people of color in, in this at all. Um, okay, so this one, I believe, is the 1980s, and it's for a different Mr. Clean product. And that, this stood out to me because they're going after soft scrub, which is my go-to number one cleaner oh, so for bathrooms and sinks. they came, for your, they came for your man. Yeah, they, they, they came after me. and uh, feel personally attacked. Yeah, so anyway, um, I can't remember exactly how Mr. Clean is depicted in this. He, again, he's a cartoon, and again, he's in color. You know, when they first introduced these soft cleansers, I thought, what a great idea. And they are. By the way, this is a very 80s young woman with a yeah. double collar. Yeah. I really like that. And, and like bangs, but like not really bangs. Like I thought she had like a like a short haircut at first. I think she's got a ponytail. And yeah, like, yeah, but then it's, just like the bangs it's start. It's a big bang. Yeah. It's, it's starts, a big feathered bang. It starts far back. Yeah. I think, you know. She's got a real all-American girl look to Yeah, her, I think though. she looks fine. We're not here to criticize the, the other players. I, mean, I think you, un- I think you take that ponytail out. You're looking at mullet town. Yeah, I think you're right. Except for one thing. They don't clean that well. <laughs> Introducing one that Sick does. Burn. Yeah. Now there's a new soft cleanser with cleaning power that's amazing. Introducing- okay, now this is going to be where we start seeing Mr. Clean not in any way in their universe, but only in the reflections of the things mm-hmm. that they clean. Ooh. Yes, Ooh. which was a thing Ooh. for a while. The Mr. Clean I grew up with was this one where somebody would wipe something clean and then Mr. Clean would be Some looking fancy. back He's at them. Ghost? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how ghosts always appeared in movies around this era. Like <laughs> yes. Someone would be like, in their bathroom and they would be like kind of like not paying attention they would wipe uh wipe the steam away from the mirror mm-hmm. and in the back behind them would be yeah definitely yes, yes. Mr. Cleanser. no other soft cleanser has the cleaning power of new mr clean with an active formula that actually cuts through grease and grime on contact so new mr clean cleans better it took the power of the man. Oh, this jingle. We still have not. I mean, we are 32 seconds into this. We still have not had a Mr. Clean sighting except no, for on the, the bottle. bottle. Yes. And on the bottle, he's looking like we all sort of know him yeah. now. Mm-hmm. White shirt, crossed arms. That's why people think he's a genius. Right. His arms yeah. are crossed arms, too. Exactly. But true, I think we're story. about to see him. I think she's going to look in and we should be seeing her reflection. But instead, it's him staring back, which is, again. <laughs> mm. Safely clean with lots of muscle. Oh, there he is. There he is. You're quite a man. Really big brows. You're quite a man. From Mr. Clean. Can we talk about how this YouTube video is entitled Mr. Clean is My Imaginary Boyfriend? <laughs> and yes, that, that is kind of the vibe that that, that commercial has. That is literally has. what this person, Caleb, who posted it said, Mr. Clean is My Imaginary Boyfriend. A cheesy 1980s cleaning product commercial or heartbreaking tale of a delusional woman and her imaginary boyfriend, <laughs> you decide. She, I mean, he does wink at her in the reflection and yeah. she's like, you're, you're quite, quite a man. man. Yeah. I know. Oh, honey. So not a lot of she's exposure She's spending too much time one. at home alone. Yeah. But as your ranking, consider... cleaning products. Yeah, right. Consider how he's appearing in this because there's something creepy about that as well, right? He's no I mean, longer being just in the showing reflection. Up. That's yeah. creepy. I think it's obvious that they were like, uh, so no more real dudes. Like they were, mm-hmm. we are done with yeah. that yeah. era for sure. And then they were like, also maybe just less of him like showing up, you know, in your kitchen in general. Right. And so they're like, okay, how can we really make sure that we know that he's like an he's idea? Still there? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Two more to go here. I do wish they had done one where she wiped away some yeah. crime and he appeared behind, behind her. her. Yeah, that would be... And like winked, but it was like, ooh. Yeah. Just slowly smiled. Uh, this was uh, a commercial from 1994. Okay. And by the way, whoever posted this still has the tracking thing on here and it says hi-fi. I love that. Amazing. Stop all that scrubbing. Get new Ultra Mr. Clean. Now we are seeing a real 90s style of animation for yep. him. Yes. Very detailed. Yep. Very close up. 
very detailed. We can see Big all the contours of his face. His giant it, neck. His chin has a his his chin is so large and square that it like has an extra fold around it. Yeah. He has like a double chin, but in his like but he has like that like Gaston chin. Yes. Yeah. It, it's it's not great, but it's definitely like going for yeah, a much more uh, 90s and detailed style of animation. Are you trying to figure out how those hands work? He also has two right hands. Yeah, he's modeling. Or no, two left a, hands. He's modeling a Oh, wait, bottle. no, no, no. This right. This right. Okay. But the hands are very awkward the way they're illustrated. Oh, my he, God. I thought they actually right. gave him two right no, no, hands. No, no. gets the right. Oh, man. He, the other thing I'm noticing is they've tried to sort of make him look a little friendlier and less creepy. Mm-hmm. So he's got like little like smile lines crow's feet, next yeah. to his eyes. So he's like mm-hmm. a little more like, oh, I'm helpful. Like, I'm definitely not here to murder you. Yeah. In the bottom so of his eyes. They made the brow kind of less overhanging. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Clean. On greasy dirt, he beats this regular cleaner. So let him help you off your knees. Try new Ultra oh. Mr. Clean. There's a oh. shot of yeah, over the shoulder of that's him. That's troubling writing. She yeah. is on her hands and knees. The shot is over his shoulder, and he's like kind of making the motion, get up. Yeah. While she's kind he of. He gives her a hand. That's got yeah. a real like two footsteps in, or like <laughs> two sets of footsteps in the sand yeah. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll only find one set of footsteps in the grime on right, my floor. Right. Mr. Clean was with me. <laughs> but he cleaned up after himself. <laughs> okay. Now we come up right, to 2017, the Super Bowl ad that got everybody talking. We've talked about this one a lot on the show. We have. Uh, this is a woman. It's very modern day now. Um, and she is in her kitchen and then she sees Mr. Clean. And this is the computer animated Mr. Clean, which is solidly in the uncanny valley. It is like Mm -hmm. so realistic looking, but off enough that it does something to the human brain, and I find it very off-putting. And in this one, it's even worse because he's straight up Leaning into the sex symbol thing, he's doing like a sexy dance. He's, oh, it's yeah. like a, it's like a, um, uh, what was the Old Spice guy that Terry Crews was yeah, for a right, while? Yeah, right. Yep. Oh, and then there was uh, Isaiah Mustafa was yeah. the guy yep, before yep, him. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's the kind of the original one. This is like he's doing like a sexy dance with a mop as he's mopping. Or so something. you haven't seen this, Hannah? No. Oh, oh my god. god, this is Strap so great. In. Oh my god, this okay, this should be a I'm YouTube ready. video. Hannah reacts to seeing yeah. the new <laughs> Mr. Clean for the first. time. I know, I know. I wish we had. Oh my god. Because this is this is the thirty second version. <gasps> oh wait, it's like a magic mic thing. Yes. Oh, but and yet it's also like a Polar Express thing. <laughs> yep. Look at this. Oh my God, no! <laughs> Describe that. They're in. The, he's in so, the shower. She's yeah. on the outside. They're mirror cleaning on yeah. either side of the glass <laughs> oh shower my God. wall. Wait. Okay. Why not just have like. Channing Tatum become Mr. Clean for oh. one of these ads. Would watch. Uh, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> Why not just get an actual guy? I guarantee you how much this motion graphic cost is less than hiring just like some like hot dude off like yeah. the Sunset Strip, you know? Absolutely. Okay, go on. All right. Do you mean more? You think this computer animation costs more than yes. hiring some guy off? Yeah, the than just like some, right. yeah, yeah, some guy. Go to, to like muscle, Stallions or whatever. Go to wherever beach. they picked yep. up Channing Tatum and get yeah. the next guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Who else is waiting to break in here? So a lot of yeah. sexy moves in this. You yeah. haven't even seen the sexiest move yet. Good get ready God. for some glute action. Nuh-uh. How about that? <gasps> get out of here. A lot of definition. It's okay. like he's wearing like a white yoga pant. It was the husband. Yes, now we get to and the end. And she's like, so not only is this woman watching what is basically like like one of those like Instagram like thirst videos of girls doing squats, but it's Mr. Clean. Uh, she's like like got her hands all up in her hair like she is 
aroused. Yeah, yes. she is definitely feeling it. And then suddenly, uh, Mr. Clean talks and poof, he's no longer Mr. Clean. He is her very, very schlubby husband yep. holding a mop. And he's like, uh, is this good? Is this clean? And, and oh, what uh, a surprise. She's like eight points hotter than him. And oh, oh, yeah. eight hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was on a ten point And scale. then he yeah. says, is this clean enough? And then she comes and she literally jumps his bones and pushes <gasps> him over onto the couch. Because he cleaned? Buckle up, Hannah Brooks Olsen. Sarah? Clean enough? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, you get a cookie because you did you your... You gotta love a man who cleans. This reminds me of back in the day. Do you ever remember when there was like a website? I think it was, I was probably on Tumblr or something. But it was called like and I think there was like even like a calendar and it was called Porn for Women. So first of all, just let that one settle yeah. in. Right. And it was just pictures of men like cleaning. Yeah. Like clothed, by the way, clothed. And I remember thinking two things. I, I don't, I don't know how to define it, but I know when I see it and I know that guys in clothing is not porn. <laughs> Second of all, that even then I remember feeling like that was so regressive and so to have a tagline be gotta love a man who cleans that's just a man who lives yes that's 2018 I totally agree it's it's the dads who babysit of cleaning uh, okay so women you're settling for too much I just remembered I had another special thing I want to show you related to this topic but before we get to that let's rank these you have the 1950s (sighs) cartoon where I really like the animation style it's not you know he's drawn very simply Mm -hmm. and cleanly so it's not very creepy to me I think Um, then 1960s you have the live action guy who is about to abduct a little girl the suit is just a total deal breaker for me 1970s we start to see him I believe that's he's the cartoon while the woman is smelling sunshine. Yep. Oh, he's got those scary eyes. Yeah. 1980s. The sun with the big white eyes. Yep. Yeah. In 1980s, we start to see him in the reflections of things that are cleaned. Not and so then bad. 1990s, yeah. we start to see that really defined features in but the cartoon. Nice but he's fine. Yeah. And then you have that modern day uncanny valley. I'm really interested in the extremes here. We don't have to rank them all. Yeah. What do you think is the creepiest? House Peters Jr., the man. Yeah. It's the creepiest the one. Man. It's the man. Yeah. It's the fact that it's with a little girl. The he's suit. Wearing a suit, he's like looming over her. It's yeah, the, the way he like he like stands over her, he casts a long shadow, and then he squats mm-hmm. down. And I'm like, and then again, I can't say this enough. He hands her a bottle of poison <laughs> yeah. to to have unsupervised. Yes, and like an easy open one. Like it's yeah. a new squishy yeah. plastic. Yeah. It's easier to get into than ever. And what an also just awful message, like. A little girl yes. is being yeah. indoctrinated into like what her role in society will yeah. be yeah. when she's like not even old enough to like ride the school bus by right. herself. Well, because her brother comes over and she's like, "You wouldn't understand." Yeah, exactly. That's sick. Oh, gross. I think I think that one's the worst. I think he's the worst. I think the idea of having a a man like a real dude like you have to be very careful about how you put a dude with a child, mm-hmm. uh, and they were not. And so I think that one's the worst. Um, would you say, what do you think is the second worst, though? Am Super I, I Bowl ad. Okay, you agree. Like, yes. I, I wanted to make sure I wasn't on a limb if with that Only one. because of the premise, even the presentation, his, like, weird uncanny valiness, like, I guess I could sit with if the conceit of the ad wasn't also so bad. Mm-hmm. Right. And also the weird decision to, like, sexualize the him in butt, that way. The butt move, really. Kind yeah. Of well, and then that's the what, like, makes me. her want to, like, get it on with her weird yeah. Zach galifianakis looking <laughs> husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what do you think is the most acceptable one? I mean, a lot of the other ones were probably mostly fine. I honestly kind of liked the first one. 
Yeah. Me too. I think that's the one that I the like. The cartoon too. one yeah. where he, where he's telling the man, the husband and the wife, like, yes, their tasks are gendered, which I don't love, but it was a different time. Like, yeah, it was like, yeah, we want to have more leisure time, and yeah. the and then Speaking and clean. Mr. Clean was a simple. Pleasant looking cartoon. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, as you Kinda guys cute. said, I think you said Mr. Clean can get it, right? Like, you yeah. were, maybe you said he was keeping it tight. Like, but yeah. you know, he's looking, yeah. he's uh, looking good. Well, he looks yeah. strong, right? You don't want him yeah. to look strong because that's, and yeah, he just, I don't know, he reminded me of just like her, her little pal there. And it has the, yeah, I, I like the animation style. It reminds me of like um, the animated uh, intro to like Bewitched. Yes, yes very yes, much. Very like much. That. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to show you guys one other thing. It's a 17 minute video. I'm not even lying, but I'm not going to show you the whole okay. thing. Okay. But it's from 1970 and it's not aimed at uh, the consumers. It was made. Here's the uh, description from YouTube. This is from the Oregon Film Archive, which I looked up, I believe is in California. It's a okay. wacky film introducing grocery distributors to a new Mr. Clean oh. product. It's a 17 minute uh, film and the production quality, given the era, is incredible really? to me. It uh-huh. is a complete parody of election night news coverage. What? I'm going to have to skip around a little bit. Sure. Let's start from so the this, beginning. It says it's from 1970. This, that's what YouTube claims. Okay. The programs usually seen at this time will not be seen tonight in order that we may bring you the following special broadcast. From Election Central Headquarters, the latest breaking news of election returns. Your reporter, William Redfield. Good evening. The news tonight is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A city to whom history is no stranger. Philadelphia is seeing (laughs) history made once again tonight. Two hours ago, voting booths in supermarkets all across the city closed and store managers began to tally the count. Upon these votes hangs the fate of one of America's most celebrated figures. What happens here tonight means the beginning of a new national career or the ignominious end for a man whose name over the last decade has already become a household word. Oh my God. His name, Mr. Clean. Now keep in mind, so behind him we said <laughs> that was seat. a long build-up. I know we're not even we. Oh my gosh! They, they, I didn't say they used their seventeen minutes judiciously. No, I just love the idea that Mr. Clean is about to be primaried. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Who ran against him? Um, well, that sex scandal really brought him down. You know, <laughs> maybe gonna, it was that. Maybe it was Nancy Walker. And keep in oh, mind, the, the, I hope so. This is like again, we're going to see. Um, we're going to go to various campaign headquarters, seriously, uh, or at least one campaign headquarters. <laughs> um, and this was and made what is this elaborate? distributors this was to get the we've talked about these types of things before and after these messages where they're trying to um, communicate to the people who are going to be selling these products like what makes them special and what all the new talking points are. Like how to market it in the store. Yeah, maybe we haven't talked about it on ATM because we talked about it on TBTL. There's a very funny one that's all about a new kind of wine that was being distributed in the 1980s. So the whole idea, yeah, is that like it's it's like the original B2B. It was like like businesses trying to market, like trying to get their stores picked up. Right. Okay, so uh, let's let this roll for a second more and then I'm going to play you something. I mean, it looks like... um, Shit. Uh, broadcast yeah, news or yeah, broad, broadcast was it? I hate that all of us cannot remember. That. Yes, sure. Yes, broadcast news is one with Holly Hunter. Network yeah. is the other one. Network. Network. Why would I go to high five Hannah when you got it right? When I couldn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, right. and that's what it looks like. Often a leader, always a heavy duty campaigner. 
Mr. Clean came to Philadelphia. Oh, that that's a, a bad Mr. Clean. It's Mr. Clean. a drawing, and he looks oh like a, 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 tr- a troll or something. He looks like a troll who is a convict at the same time. Oh, like, that looks like a mugshot from prison. Yeah, it's really it bad. It looks like the face of a California raisin has been removed <laughs> from the raisin and put on a man. Yeah, it's pretty like bad. looking in a mirror. Yeah. Only not. <laughs> a new smell. Not everyone is impressed with the change. There are some who say it is just the same old performer with a new label. A nice job of cosmetics designed to hide the wrinkles. Others say it is nothing of the sort. That this is indeed a new man. Okay, Why so you're you feeding, lead right, with the criticism. You're lead, so now here's where oh I want God. you guys. They I want your campaign headquarters. I want your heads to explode. So they bounce back and forth to the campaign headquarters from time to time. So they like they like toss to Iowa or whatever. <laughs> yes, and I believe this is the Mister Clean headquarters, and they're going to toss to uh, their reporter in the field who is talking to three women who are part of the women's liberation movement. Uh-oh. I'm sure this is going to be yes. deliver what he promises. In the words of John Very Lennon, sensitive. pretty impressive words. Raleigh, I wonder if you've found any evidence of that kind of support from women down there at the Lemon Refreshed Headquarters. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Bill, I have. I've been chatting for the past few minutes with a group of ladies from the Women's Liberation Movement. <laughs> Women's Liberation Movement? What are they doing at Clean Headquarters? That's a good question. That's a stupid question. I was just about to ask that question Ugh. of this lovely lady. Woman. We don't like that word, lady. Call me oh my God. woman. This is uh, really bad. Yeah. I wonder if you could tell us what you and your organization are doing down here tonight. I certainly can. She's holding a sign that says, Up with Mr. Clean. She just put it down. Oh, my God. We're here because this candidate realizes what we are up against. The slavery, drudgery, oppression that comes with being a good woman wife and woman mother. Could you be a little more specific? Oh my God. I certainly can. Do you realize we women spend 5.6 years of our lives doing such menial tasks as waxing floors? That one simple job takes 2,044 days of her life. Or perhaps better said, 24,528 hours just to wax your average 4.3 room, 6,478 square foot cubic area of floor space. House. Well, I'm afraid I'm not um, getting the point. Actually, Karen. <laughs> but that's just the point, young man. Because he has no harmful ammonia to strip the wax. I don't understand who I'm rooting for here. I know. I hate everybody. I know. It's it's really this, rough. Can I say this caricature of these feminazis yes. is yes. terrible? It's terrible and also would not be out of place on Fox News. No, it's literally all the same three. I've seen them all. Yeah. Where it's I mean, like, that, well, I know some women are offended by it, but I personally was not. <laughs> And like if they could just grow up. All right. Well, that's a 17-minute video. I would, I would uh, expect everybody to watch that. I'm going before to. next week's show. Um, we are running a little bit long here, so let's jump in and uh, see what people have been sending us from the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. All right, this is the tweet I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, It was something that was tweeted by um, Jensen Karp, who's a a writer and music critic and part of the Kevin and Bean show now uh, down there in L.A. Um, And I don't know why this caught his attention. This was sent to us by listener Gina, by the way. I'm sorry, Jenna. Um, 
something caught his attention that apparently has been out since 2013, which is that George Clooney, who does those Nespresso commercials that we were talking about at the beginning of the show and, and that Veeves and I kind of eviscerated last week, he is quoted as saying that the money he makes from those commercials pay for a satellite that keeps dibs on dictator Omar al-Bashir in the Sudan. Of course, this is post-Darfur. George Clooney got really, really, or maybe like during that, um, he got really uh, kind of... He was very active. Active, yeah. yeah, And and he was arrested for protests. Um, And of course, he is the trophy husband of a celebrated uh, human human rights lawyer. I forgot. Of course, right. Yes. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that that also makes sense. And this is his quote, and this is from an article um, from uh, 2013. I saw this quote in many different places. Most of the money I make on the Nespresso commercials, I spend keeping a satellite over the border of North and South Sudan to keep an eye eye on Amar al-Bashir, he said. Um, The surveillance program tracks Sudan's vicious army in an attempt to warn civilians before attacks occur. Now, is this his personal satellite, or is this like a satellite that he, like, contributes, that somebody, some organization runs, and he, like, underwrites? It is part of the Satellite Sentinel Project. Okay. Um, yes, and he, and then He's he not helps fund personally, it. like, operating the no. drone. No, 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 and I'm sorry. And I, I, and I, I know, by the way, I know that satellites and drones are different. But right. he could. He, they would let him. Right, yeah. So, anyway, um, that's about it. I mean, you could... Huh. But I just thought that was very interesting. It was from yeah, five years I mean, ago, but I didn't. I, didn't know I don't. I did not love, and I, I do not, and I will not love that Nespresso ad. But I, I applaud his decision to spend his money in that way. It's an interesting cause for a celebrity to take up. It's, um, well, yeah, I mean, it I, seems more thankless than like cancer research right, or, or starting another foundation in your own name, right? You know, and that yeah. kind of thing. Well, and the other thing that happens with like a lot of times with philanthropy is just that you end up spending more money on overhead to like start up a whole new thing. Yeah, this seems like something where the funding is like directly needed and pays for a thing that has a direct outcome. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those foundations, although some of them do good work, you're right, Hannah. Like it's you you're probably better off and the money's better off going into an established thing but then you don't get to put your name on it right Mm -hmm. but i just also love like i mean obviously he and amal probably don't need the cash and so he's like what am i gonna do with oh just throw that under the stack of nespresso checks yeah we'll we'll (laughs) ship the money over later i love that um we got a really great email uh regarding the um this is from listener mike regarding uh the gene and jeans awesome adventure road trip commercials for 76 gas station it's a little bit complicated so i'd love to save that for next week i'm literally sweating in this room right now it's really hot so (laughs) i don't want to kind of rush through that um but but, we saw we see you mike yeah and we'll talk about that next week and then we also got this one which i do want to talk about while you guys are both here because this is a commercial that caught our attention vives and we have had conversations about it, but not on the show yet. Uh, this is from Connor, who says, This commercial has been playing all over the sports ball games recently, and it weirds me out every time. Uh, I will continue his email in a second. Let me set it up and play it for you, though. We see a uh, man talking almost directly to oh, the... Oh, I saw this one. Right, to the camera. Right. And he's, you think that he, he's holding a wedding ring from Kay Jewelers. Well, you see, yeah, you see the box from Kay first yes. thing. Yeah. It's like and the engagement ring. Essentially, yeah. you assume that he is asking permission to marry the woman whom he's in love like with. That it's the probably for her parents. Right. You you assume yeah. that he's probably talking to her dad. We never see her. Uh, but it just kind of begins with a long shot on him. Julie means more to me than anything. 
And I wanted to ask you, before I ask her, may I have your permission to marry her? He slides the ring forward. You're not just marrying her. And then, boom, we see the reveal. The camera turns. We're not looking at the father of the presumed bride, but the son of the presumed right. bride. And, and, and he's like six. Yeah, he's a, he's a little kid. He's smiling. He seems happy. And here's what the voiceover says. It's a lot of pressure to put on a kid. You're not just marrying her. You're marrying her whole world. Shop Neil Lane Diamond Engagement Rings at K. Now, you know, I... I'm careful, you know, we're not married, Genevieve, and I'm careful not to make it it ever seem like I'm judging other people's decision to get married because I really don't care. You know what I mean? I think that people should do whatever works for their marriage. But there is one aspect of weddings, or if there's one key aspect of weddings that really has always bothered me, and I believe you as well, is this idea of giving away the bride. It goes back to the dowry Mm -hmm. system and and treating women like... And so this commercial clearly knows that you're not going to do that in this day and age, I would hope. Well, I think that the commercial plays on the presumption that this actually is very still very common. Mm -hmm. I have many friends, as do you both, I'm sure, who in which... Couples in which the man in the couple first talked to and i don't think it's usually you know somebody who did this of who course talks? i do I, t- I know really? tons, tons yeah. of people know tons. you you know tons of you, people yeah you, do? you do too yeah i bet you do and it's, it's, it's after not, we turn off these mics i don't know who you're talking about it's not framed as permission it's yeah. framed as i thought it would be respectful to yeah. have a conversation with her parents um, it's usually both parents. It's, it's not. Usually, it's, it's not like the the guy to the dad. So but yes. is it before you propose? Yes. So isn't it? Re- well, obviously. I also think it's respectful yes. to check with her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, it's not how I would choose to do it, but I'm not choosing to do it at all. So I, I sort right. of have a hard time, uh, you know, take, taking up a position in, in this whole discussion. Do I think it's kind of gross to ask a parent for permission to marry? their child I absolutely do but I think it's a it's a strong statement and probably a little bit of a hot take to be totally down on a discussion that a pr- potential uh, someone who's going to be proposing might have with the parents because I'm telling you it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, a lot. I don't care. I'll take that <laughs> bullet. I mean, I don't care if. I mean, if like I say, I don't like to judge other people's relationships, and I won't. But to say that, well, out of respect, I checked with your parents I before agree. I yeah. checked with you is very disrespectful to the person involved, to the woman involved yeah. in this case. I understand that, but I also know women who found who who preferred that that was the yeah. order of operation. Holy shit, man. I mean, I think these are conversations that you have to have in general before the proposal happens where like if yeah. you and your partner are getting to that part of your relationship that you have a thing of like, are you this kind of person? Where are your values on yeah. this? But I think with this commercial, it, like it plays on that, that it is still common, but also what it says is like, we're in a different era. Yes. Like we're right. in a modern, like yeah, in the modern a, a family pivot. era. Yeah. Um, where, and it is, you know, it is sort of, it is different. I saw this ad uh, like during a football game the other day, and I one the thing I noticed was that it was different in that it wasn't. It was presenting a different person who was getting proposed to. Yeah, we only ever see hot young brides getting mm-hmm. proposed. Right, we only ever see like and like romantic gestures, and it's always in Paris or what the fuck ever. Uh, young single women. Yeah, young like hot single women. What you don't ever see is someone with a kid. You don't like. I would love to see like. Like 
a woman in her, you know, upper 40s get proposed mm-hmm. to in a ring ad. Instead, you always see like, oh, the we're still together ring is what you always see. And so I think <laughs> right. like any any ad that goes from young hot lady getting proposed yeah. to is like, I'm very here for it. So you guys like this commercial way more than I do. I'm kind of surprised I about that. I love it because I think it, it hinges on... Uh, for example, let's say he was uh, talking to the parents or the father specifically. I would not like this. No. Yeah, no. So the fact that it hinges on the idea that that's normal or that that's what we all assumed is happening gives me a little bit of an ick, icky feeling. Right. Um, I also just don't. I mean, I think it's. I think that would be like a really weird position in re- if that really happened in real life. That would be a very tough position to put a child in. Right. Of course. I, I, I but mean, I know people who have done that too. I do know people who uh, have like who have kids but from first marriages or whatever, uh, and they have a conversation. But it's it's not. I don't think I've ever known like asking permission. But it's things like, you know, your mom and I like really care about each other. Like we're thinking about doing. Yeah. Things. We want to include you in the decision making. Right. Process, yeah. But you know? that you're sitting down with the kid together because you guys yeah. have talked. You're the unit. Like, and yeah. I, I guess I'm just like, I guess I'm just off the charts on this one. But this idea, and I guess I'm also um, not huge on just even the tradition of surprising somebody Ugh, with a marriage no. proposal mm-hmm. because, and I know that that is incredibly standard and traditional and people love it. And it's like a half of tradition. YouTube yeah. was built on that in 2004. Somebody got uh, proposed to during the marathon. I think it was the New York marathon oh, okay, yeah. and it slowed down her time and people oh. were livid. Yes. I would be so mad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I would be so She mad. was apparently happy about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, yeah. you know, I, I, I have some friends who are listeners of TBTL and they actually, um, um, the now husband wanted to propose and asked permission, not permission to, <laughs> he asked me if it'd be okay if we could marry them. No, no, asked if at a TBTL event I could help facilitate kind of a surprise, right. um, oh, you yeah. know, proposal during um, a question and answer period. And actually, you know, that's where maybe I talk out of both sides of my mouth because in, in, in concept and theory, I'm very against it. In this case, I knew them very well. It was a small little TBTL like outdoor picnic event. It wasn't like in some theater. And it's, you know, it was fine. And so, you know, I don't want to, I'm serious when I say I don't want to make people feel bad about their own relationship decisions. But generally speaking, these types of traditions, as you guys know, I'm like preaching to you, but like come out of a tradition of asking, you know, propriety propriety and all this stuff that I find so bothersome. And just the idea of even like surprising a woman with a ring and, and, and the proposal to me, like if Genevieve and I were to get married, and I know this isn't the way people do it, I guess, but you and I would have talked about it a million times. It would just yeah. be a conclusion that we come to together. Right. Like, yeah. otherwise, you're kind of assuming that because it, the dynamic is always a man surprising the woman. A lot of people do. Why do they want it? Do they want it because yeah, of a right. bad societal reason? I mean, sure. we could. It could. You could argue it all day long, yeah. but at the end of the day, people want what they want, yeah. and the reasons that they want them are a bigger discussion. And, and what, would, a, what did Connor have to say? Don't you see? Yeah. Don't you see? Uh, think though that that is basically kind of built on the the supposition that the woman always yes. wants to get married and is just waiting I mean, around for rings, the man to finally. All ring ads are going to yeah. be that way. I yeah. mean, this is also what there are sucks. no male engagement rings. Or right, there are yeah. very few. Well, mm-hmm. and when was the last time you saw? I mean, I think there's one one of them I remember seeing that even involved a queer couple. You yeah. know, it's and very like, rare. Very rare. Oh my gosh, my friends um, who are a gay couple, uh, two men who went ring shopping, and they were very excited to plan their wedding. Um, they described going into a like a jewelry store to do um, wedding ring shopping, mm-hmm. and it was 
like there was nothing that spoke there was nothing that even came close yeah. to yeah. looking and feeling like something for them and they were yeah. it was really upsetting and disappointing for them I bet. And, that, and they live in a major metro area like I'm sure well and I know a lot of folks who are you know who are who are queer who really want to take part in all of that tradition yes. because they can now and so that's a really mm-hmm. huge These are, that was too. my yeah. friends they wanted they, they wanted want the whole yeah. kitten caboodle they yeah. wanted like the, all the bells and well, whistles well like we say we we are having this conversation with three people sitting around who are all in long term relationships yeah, two right, with each yeah. other uh, you know Keith and I have been together for almost six years now and we're like I don't know eh, eh, yeah eh. <laughs> like where we have like the privilege to be like I don't know that's fine. we'll just keep living together and sin it's whatever uh, and so I think you know we all are going to have a different take on yeah, anything having, and to that's do why with I, I try to be yeah. really respectful of. I I may have my own uh, thoughts and on why people like certain traditions and why a tradition doesn't work for me because I feel like I see the um, the strings of the 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 architecture of the patriarchy right. lurking beneath. But that's me. Yeah. And I don't have any business telling someone else. But what did Connor? Okay. What did Connor? Yeah. Think so about Connor this? said the first time I saw this, I thought the man was saying jewelry means more to me than anything. <laughs> that was just poor writing. So, yeah, that's poor copyright. Yeah, why would you make her name Ju- Julie? Julie, yeah. Jewelry means more to me than anything. Julie means more to me than anything. <laughs> that would be awesome, though. I hope that K Jewelers does make a commercial you know where yes. he says jewelry means. It more to does me. kind of immediately though pull you out of it once you know what the, how the commercial ends because like. That if you were talking to a kid, I would hope that you would say like your mother. Yeah. Like, hey, good point. Right? Yeah. It, they do that as a as it's a it's to like, trick that's you. a clear clear fake. Like we're really yeah. taking liberties here. Yeah. So there is that. And then um, Connor says the delivery of the entire thing. Uh, it just seems insanely creepy to me. Am I nuts? Well, so Connor's um, on your team then. And I gotta say that, like, yeah. And then when we we turn to the boy, and maybe this is, hey man, I think I lost a lot of friends and listeners today, so I'll just dig in. The boy, the way it's shot, like he's a skinny little boy. He's not like bad looking, but like they just take a shot of him with this smile on his face that is just frozen there and the way it's oh, you're really up, taking no prisoners today. yeah no I think he looks pretty creepy uh, honestly and I, mean, I, I think it's just like, like really world. not very well made that's at all. just a kid who needs a dad Andrew yeah, yeah. right like, right yeah. right that haircut says I don't have a dad yeah. like I need a better father <laughs> figure you guys don't think that there's something slightly off-putting no, about weird. why this kid now I, I mean, do it listen do I wish they had cut to a dog yes yes I wish it had been, been a dog did my little Look, sister tell me she was engaged by sending me a picture of her engagement ring on her dog's paw? <laughs> yes, she did. did you think <laughs> so that we all have taste. Did you think that your sister's dog was getting married? <laughs> no, I knew immediately what it was. She sent me a picture of a dog paw with a ring on it, and That's I was awesome. like, congrats. I will say, and you know, the last thing I'll say on this is I probably would like this a lot more if it was a little girl at the end than a little boy. Only, again, going back into Or like my a teenager. Feeling. What if it was a teenager? A boy teenager, I'm. That's leaning. That's more and more feeling proprietal. Well, I feel like if it, yeah, but I feel like if it was like a girl. Te- well, I was just thinking because if it was a kid who I felt like was going to have more of a conversation uh-huh. about yeah. it, yeah, you know, where like yeah, this was, kid has like no agency. Yeah, yeah, this kid already Let's go through a bunch of them. A goldfish <laughs> into it. A mountain bike. Uh, no. Well. A yoga mat. A yoga mat. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Most engagement ring commercials feature a sentient yoga mat getting yeah. proposed to, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's leave it there, shall we? <laughs> yeah, no one's going to top that. Oh, man. Hannah, thank you so much. Sensing it yoga mat alone. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> if, was if, fully worth it. If I, if I was still, if I was still on Cairo Radio, this is where I would be saying, uh, "My program director is taking me off the air now. We've gotten too many, we've gotten too many yeah. calls. Let's lighten up in here. Luckily, we are totally unaccountable. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, thank you so much, Hannah. This was great. Yes. Um, tell me, how can people find this new podcast of yours? Oh my gosh, they can follow us. <laughs> I mean, me uh, on Twitter at Spotless Pod, uh, and they can also find us at SpotlessPod.com, and then you can go and find the um, like email on the hotline and you can call us on the hotline if you have cleaning questions if you have cleaning brags if you have cool cleaning tips it is 508 how wash that's right I don't remember what those numbers translate to but that's good enough right so if blackberries are still doing that thing where they don't put the letters and numbers on the keys you gotta get a phone better than a blackberry that's right I I think even a jitterbug can handle that (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and also you're on twitter Ms. Hannah Brooks that's correct all right anything else I think that's it. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> We're in this sweat locker for an hour and a half. That was a ton oh, of fun, tap. though, guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, thank as far you as our stuff so is much. concerned, uh, Facebook group. Still growing every week. Great to see you guys. Uh, you can email us at after these messages show at Gmail. You can call us at 607 444 5597. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. If you had the juice now. Hey, yo, the government is lies, son. United States of Google, Verizon. They all spies, and I'm Pisces.